Yeah, yeah. It's time we direct our attention towards the creator. Cats got misconceptions though. Look, forget about what you heard or what you thought or what they told you. And let's figure out the right way to get to know. Yeah, yeah. Look, hey, I don't know what they told you, but if it don't match up... Hey everyone, I'm Marcus Staples, and this is Unpacking Theology, the show that unpacks the reason behind the rhyme at Christian hip-hop. On today's show, we'll be unpacking Trip Lee's song, Real Vision, from his album 2020, put out by Reach Records. Now, before we start, this episode is going to be slightly different than our previous episodes. Why? Because our previous episodes were on tracks that were more expository, um, ones that took a, a section of scripture and sang it out in, in hip-hop form. However, not every Christian hip-hop track that speaks something good and teaches good doctrine is in this format. Real Vision is definitely one of these examples. Real Vision is a track whose purpose is to point believers to the Bible to find their true understanding of God. This would be related to the concept of sola scriptura, or scripture alone which is a doctrine that the Bible contains all the knowledge necessary for salvation and holiness. This is hugely important to the Christian, as there are a lot of false ideas not only about God, but about Christianity and its teachings that have become part of popular folklore, even though it's nowhere in Scripture. Some examples would be the phrase, God helps those who help themselves. This isn't found in the Bible, this is actually a, a Greek in origin. Another one is good people go to heaven. Scripturally, that's not sound, and we'll go through that when we unpack some other songs, but not this one. Uh, a couple others are, you have to be a good person to be a Christian, and the Bible is misogynistic. That means uh, it puts down women and, and elevates man, which is entirely untrue. But anyways, let's get into real vision. We'll start with talking about the music video, which is linked in the information section on this post. The video follows around a guy, and everywhere he turns, there's people using megaphones to shout their ideas at him. Uh, these are, they're mostly religious ideas and ideas about God, uh, but also things about social matters. Uh, since the hook says, I don't know what you heard, this is quite appropriate, because this is this guy walking around hearing things. I think this music video is a great expression of things we as Christians hear all the time, and the way the guy takes notes of everything he hears and places it on a wall is kind of a representation of what we do in our heads when we hear different ideas and concepts about anything, especially about God. So, let's dig into the track. The first verse is an intro to his argument and gives his thesis. The intro sets the pace for a lot of what is wrong with Christianity today. Uh, I'll point out a few bars. Look, I don't know what they told you, but if it don't match up with this holy word, then homie, they need to back up. This line is the theme of the track, and sets the rest of the song's pace going forward. Some pretend like they get them, they twist and facts up. That's why we dig in the scriptures to know the master. This line points to people who think they have God all figured out based on their own experiences or what they've been taught by others but they never dig into scriptures to find out what God has to say about himself, which is far more important than any ideas or contravations we can come up as human beings with our limited understanding and our distortion through sin. He goes on, homie, we have to if we want to get past the only thing we know being what we learn from the pastor. Here's where Tripp takes a major shot at modern Christianity, and I defend him wholeheartedly. There are two things wrong with only knowing what your pastor teaches you. 
The first is your pastor teaches you for, what, maybe an hour once or twice a week, depending on how often you go to church. That's great, don't get me wrong. But that means if you spend three hours a week in church under instruction, the other 165 hours, or 109 if you account for sleep, you are subject to the world. If you're not constantly in the Word, the message from the world will have a bigger risk of tainting your view of God. And this is the lesser of the two problems. The other is too many people take what they hear from their pastors and leaders and apply it as doctrine. Yes, it is the job of the pastor to teach the people, but more importantly, it's the job of the pastor to teach sound doctrine. And how are you going to know what sound doctrine is if you don't dig into the word yourself and test what your pastor's saying against what the Bible itself teaches? Paul tells Titus in Titus 1 that the pastor must hold firm to the trustworthy word as taught so that he may be able to instruct in sound doctrine and also to rebuke those who contradict it. Peter says in his epistle in chapter 2 verses 1 through 3, But false prophets rose among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you, who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the master who bought them, bringing upon themselves swift destruction, and many will follow their sensuality. And because of them, the way of truth will be blasphemed. And in their greed, they will exploit you with false words. Their condemnation from long ago is not idle, and their destruction is not asleep. So here Peter is warning the church of false teachers that are to come. And also, if that verse sounds familiar, it is featured at the end of Shylin's track, False Teachers, off his Lyrical Theology album. We'll probably be covering that song in another episode, but for now, we'll stick with Tripoli and Real Vision. So, Tripp goes on to reiterate the importance of spending time in the Word a few lines down. He says, They think my views are extreme, think I'm going overboard, but they ain't read a page of the place where he's spoken for himself in the matters, man. That's what I be quoting for. So, let's move on to the second verse. This is the verse formed by Tadashi, who's featured on this track. See, I view this second verse as the meat of the song. It speaks of who God is, challenges some wrong views of God, and challenges those with wrong views to substantiate those claims. Let's break it down into those three categories. So, who is God? Wonderful, Counselor, Masterful. This is Jesus Christ, L-O-R-D, all capitals. There are titles there that describe who Christ is. Wonderful, Counselor, Masterful, and even L-O-R-D, all capitals. The word Lord, translated in Greek, is Adonai. Adonai is used in the Old Testament when we see the word Lord in all capitals. This was an attempt by later Jews to hold the name of God so holy that they wouldn't even utter it. The name that God gave himself would be Yahweh. So that means every time you read L-O-R-D in all capital letters, replace that with Yahweh because that's what the original Hebrew text said in those places. So number two, challenging some wrong views of God. Well, he mentions that Jesus is a pacifist. Jesus says about himself in Matthew 10, Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace but a sword. Another wrong view of God is what's known as the Arian heresy that Tadashi mentions. The Arian heresy taught that Jesus was created by God and therefore, in essence, is different from God. This denies the doctrine of the Trinity. The word he uses, homoousios, means same substance, a.k.a. Him and the Father are the same. Not that the Father created the Son, which is what the Arian heresy teaches. Rather, the Bible teaches us that the Father 
the Son, and the Holy Spirit are all the same, that is, one nature in three persons. This teaching can be rather confusing, but again, we'll probably end up covering the Trinity in a later episode. So, let's move on. So, point three. Tadashi's challenging the challengers. One challenge that they make is, Jesus isn't special, he, that he's just a man. But who is Jesus? Tadashi says, the God-man, sent to save us all that he loves, and set us free from sin. That's who the Bible claims God is. His challenge to them is this, anyone disbelieving this truth want to back it up or back it up? Because the Son of Man is coming, that's what's up, and at his judgment seat is where you'll see his holy wrath is just. The next claim by the challengers is God is weak. Tadashi points out their argument saying, but God is love, that doesn't mean he's weak. His challenge, hey, check his resume. That would be, check the Old Testament. Check the things that God has done as a display of his power. He goes on, just because he lets you breathe doesn't mean he won't take your breath away. An example of God's judgment on the people in the Old Testament. Now on to the third verse. Tripp says some get it twisted. He's here attacking the prosperity heresy. He goes on, saying that some come to Christ for riches and that Paul will be appalled. See Second Timothy chapter 4 to see Paul's teaching on false teachers in the church. This is who Tripp Lee is addressing here. What are the results of this type of teaching? Well, it turns God into your servant. You know, if you say, hey God, I'll do this for you, uh, aka give tithes, or, you know, I'll give you all of my heart, and if I do that, then you're going to give me A, B, C, and D. That's really turning God into your servant, and that's a complete false teaching and twisting of God's word. Jesus himself said, and Tripoli points us out, that the Christian life can be strife and filled with hurt. Where does he say this? In John 15. If the world hates you, know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. Now, the music video ends with the young man lying in bed contemplating all the things he's heard about God, looking frustrated and upset with the competing messages. That's when he looks over on his night table and he sees his Bible and reaches for it. Tripoli finishes this verse by restating his thesis and exhorting us to stay in scripture, letting it be our authority on how we view God. He says, look homie, I would hate for cats to get that fake stuff and never know it's wrong because they won't open their page up. I pray we erase the wrong news and embrace the holy word that testifies to us about the Savior. This album kind of has a special place in my heart as it was my first Christian hip-hop album. If you're interested in this track and more, which I highly recommend, by the way, you can find a link to buy it on our website, unpackingthetheology.wordpress.com. And, as always, if you have any songs you would like us to unpack, please leave a note in the comment section or use the link to find us on Google+. We hope you can join us for our next unpack. Thank you and God bless. Hey, I don't know what they told you or what you felt, but forget about all that. Let's get it straight. We can't base what we think about God on what we thought up or what other people told us. Let's let him speak for himself and he has and his word. So let's take this journey and get to know him a little better. Match it all up with the word. Yeah, yeah.